Hello everyone, I'm Pat Vick and this is WordWorks. God's Word is infallible and relevant to our lives today. Every situation, circumstance, or problem that we face is addressed in the Word of God, either by commandment, example, or in principle. If you desire the mind of Christ in your life today, you're at the right place, and you can be assured the Word works. Hello, my friends. I'm Pat. This is WordWorks. Welcome to the show. Today, I want to talk about signs that follow believers. Jesus said, these signs shall follow them that believe. Now, I am a believer in Jesus. I hope that you are a believer in Jesus. But you know, in the world, the society that we live in, that word believer has been really diluted so that it doesn't mean in our minds what it meant in Bible times. Because if you truly believe something, then you're going to act on that. If you believe someone, then you are going to act on what they say. And so Jesus before, right before he ascended up into heaven, <clears throat> he left instructions with his apostles. And we don't have time to talk about all of those here, but I do want to take you to the Gospel of Mark, chapter 16. And let's just read these few verses, verses 15 through 18. These are Jesus's words. I want you to know that, okay? This is not one of the apostles that is preaching or teaching or talking, but this is Jesus talking. And it is one of the very last things that he said to his apostles before he ascended into heaven. Starting in Mark 16, verse 15, it says, And he said unto them, that's Jesus said to his apostles, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And what is the gospel? The gospel is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ so that we can have salvation from our sins. And how we apply that to our lives. Verse 16 says, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Oh my goodness. Now, as I said, the word believe, believeth, believes, believing, believers, um, these words have been diluted so much in our society that they no longer have the same impact as they did in Bible times, but Jesus said, he that believeth, in other words, if you are a true believer in Jesus Christ, he said, and is baptized, shall be saved. Now, a lot of people want to believe, want to believe, there's that word again, that baptism is not necessary, right? But Jesus right here said, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. 
but he that believeth not shall be damned. Now, there's a lot to unpack in this verse, but we do see that according to Jesus, being baptized is directly connected to being a true believer. And that if we don't truly believe, right, then Jesus said, a person who does not believe will be damned. And and that's that's a hard word, um, but it just simply means cursed or judged harshly or judged against. All right. So a true believer will be baptized. A believer in word only that is not a true believer either will not be baptized or they will not be baptized according to scripture. And this particular uh, show is not necessarily about Jesus' name baptism, but if you look in scripture, you will see that the early church always baptized by calling on the name of Jesus Christ. That means actually vocalizing, saying the name of Jesus Christ right, over the person that's being baptized. It's the name of Jesus that saves us. No other name. The Bible says there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. And so actually speaking the name of Jesus over a person at baptism is very, very essentially important. Verse 17, again, we're continuing on with Jesus' words. Jesus said, And these signs shall follow them that believe. I want to pause right here and say, these are not the only signs because we know that the fruit of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit also follow believers. And this this, um, show is far too short to cover all of the fruit of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit. But just the very fact that Jesus said these particular signs are going to follow people who are true believers, then we definitely need to take a look. And what are they? These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, whose name? In Jesus' name. Not just thinking the name of Jesus, or believing on the name of Jesus with no action, but actually vocalizing the name, calling on the name of Jesus out loud. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Wow, this is a lot to unpack. Let's go through these signs one at a time. First, Jesus says, in my name shall they cast out devils. He's talking about true believers. They will cast out devils in Jesus' name. You might say, Pat, are you telling me that you have cast out devils? And I would say to you, um, yes, absolutely yes, I have cast out devils. Why is that? That is because the devil and all of his 
um, underling devils, spirits, demons, whatever you want to call them, they shake and they tremble and they flee at the name of Jesus Christ. And when you have a true relationship with Jesus and you have him living inside of you by the power of the Holy Ghost and you call upon his name in faith, demons have to flee. I most certainly have cast out devils from people. We have been on mission trips where people have been possessed with demons and um, both my husband and I and team members have called upon the name of Jesus and commanded those demons to leave and they have left. And I praise the Lord for that. The second sign that Jesus said of believers, true believers in him is they shall speak with new tongues. Um, this word tongues here simply means languages. In other words, people who are true believers, people who have a true relationship are born again, right? As the Bible says, they will speak in new tongues or Another way to say that is unknown languages. They will speak in languages that they do not know, that they have never learned. And you might say, Pat, are you telling me that you speak in tongues? You actually speak in languages that you do not know? And I would say to you, absolutely yes. When I received the Holy Ghost, the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you can read about it in um, the book of Acts, uh, four chapters in particular, we won't go there, but you can read them. Acts chapters 2, 8, 10, and 19. Keep those in mind. Go read about it. Read about how when the first, um, the early believers were baptized with the Holy Ghost and they spoke in other tongues or languages that they did not know. And, um, you know, I had loved the Lord for a long time. I had tried to draw closer to Him for a long time, a lot of years. Um, but when I heard, when I was taught about the baptism of the Holy Ghost, that is God's Spirit coming to dwell in you, um, I began to, I repented of my sins and I began to pray and worship God, and He changed my language. I am not telling you a fairy tale, um, a fish tale, a deer story. You know how hunters exaggerate. No, that's not what I'm doing. I'm telling you the truth. God baptized me with His Spirit, the same Spirit, the same Holy Ghost that was inside in Jesus as when He walked on the earth, and my praise turned into new tongues or languages that I did not understand. And I will tell you also that I speak in tongues most every day. Um, it's an ongoing thing where you gain power and strength and healing and comfort from the Holy Ghost. So yes, yes, a, a sign of a true believer that has been born again is that they will speak with new tongues. The next sign that Jesus said of a believer in him would be that they shall take up serpents. I want to pause right here. This is absolutely not talking about 
going out and intentionally finding a snake and picking that snake up and handling that snake. That is absurd. We are not to tempt the Lord and we are not to act foolishly or without discretion. And so we have a wonderful example of this in the Bible and it is in Acts chapter 28. This is after the Apostle Paul, um, he was on a ship that was shipwrecked and they ended up on the uh, an island, I believe it was called Melita, and they were building a fire and Paul had reached in uh, and grabbed some wood uh, for the fire and a serpent, a viper, the Bible says, uh, came out and bit him. And it was a poisonous snake. And the people uh, that were there, um, the native people that were there, native, indigenous, I'm not sure if I can, uh, I'm not sure if I should say native, but indigenous people that lived there, they saw him get bit by this snake and they thought surely he would die. And when he suffered no harm from this snake bite, then they tried to worship him. And, you know, that wasn't the right approach either. But the point is he accidentally got bit by a snake and it did not kill him. It, it was a poisonous snake. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have my own personal example of this. This was years ago and I was walking at night. It was in the fall of the year. The nights had gotten cool and I was, I had a flashlight, but I was uh, and I think I had sandals on my feet. And um, I had walked out of the house down to the chicken coop. We live way out in the country. And I was going to close up my chickens for the night. And I had the flashlight shining up into the tree leaves instead of down where I was walking. And I felt it. I felt my feet bump, my foot bump into something um, cool and rubbery. And I knew. And I shined that light down at my feet. And it was a copperhead, which is very poisonous. <coughs> I'm so sorry. And the, it was coiled up and it could have, my foot was, I, mean, I had bumped into it, but it did not bite me because the Lord kept it from biting me. Um, and so that is my own personal example. But I will also say that this word, if you look into the original um, Greek writing of the word serpent, you know, I don't know Greek and I don't know Hebrew, but that's why I have a Strong's Concordance. And if you don't have one, you should get one. And if you look up the original word, um, which I'm doing right now, it says... Um, through the idea of sharpness of vision, a snake figuratively as a type of sly, cunning, and artful, malicious person, especially Satan. So if we accidentally <laughs> get bit or come in contact with a physical snake, we can trust the Lord to keep us safe. But also, if we have to and we will engage with a person who is figuratively snake-like with sly cunningness and artful maliciousness guided by Satan, then we can trust that God will give us wisdom to deal with that person in a godly way. 
in Jesus' name, all right? Spent a lot of time unpacking that. Um, the next sign is, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them, okay? Again, along the same line, we don't just go around drinking things that are poisoned to prove a point, but if we accidentally ingest something, then we can trust that the Lord will heal us. And then the last sign is, they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You might say, so Pat, can you honestly tell me that you have laid hands on people and prayed and they have recovered? Absolutely, yes. Many, many times I have um, laid hands on people who were sick, called upon the name of Jesus Christ for healing, and they were either immediately healed or healing began and with the next couple of hours or a couple of days, they recovered. All healing comes from the Lord and some healing is immediate and some healing takes a little more time, but it's all by the Lord Jesus and we give him glory. So let's go back over that one more time quickly. Jesus said, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. That is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ and how we can be born again. To every creature, he that believeth and is baptized, they go together, shall be saved. And remember, baptism in the New Testament is always done in Jesus' name. But he that believeth not, and we can assume if they don't believe, they're not going to get baptized in Jesus' name, shall be damned or cursed or judged harshly. And these signs shall follow them that believe. We're talking about true believers. In my name, that's in Jesus' name, shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. Everybody say by accident. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. And they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Praise God. These are Jesus' words, some of his very last instructions. And remember, there are other signs that believe that follow believers and a, and a lot of those have to do with the fruit of the spirit and the gifts of the spirit and we'll talk about those in another lesson remember anything any question that you have in this life there is an answer to it in the word of god why because the word works god bless you as you study listening to the Word Works podcast with Pat Vick. Thank you for joining me. If you've enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. Until next time, remember, the Word Works. Mm-hmm.